Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Here comes the man who has toured Joint Chiefs of Staff, launched nuclear missiles, and reported to Ross Perot, CCAR's 2020 President David Long, and communications extraordinaire, Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, David. Hi, Jonna. Welcome to the top. I'm happy to be here. So, David, do you consider yourself young at heart? Well, that sort of feels like a trick question, but actually I do. Well, it's not really meant to be a trick question. I'm just filling out to see if you're a good fit for the Young Professionals Network, which those in the know refer to as YPN. Well, I have seen their activities and networking opportunities, and I've actually participated in a number of them. Awesome. Well, networking and fun are some of the key attributes of YPN. It was launched by Realtor Magazine in 2006 as an outgrowth of its popular 30 Under 30 feature, which helps the younger generation of Realtors build a stronger link with the real estate industry and expand networking and business opportunities. The National Association of Realtors often seeks out YPN members to serve on a lot of its committees, and it's a great place to start if you're interested in advancing your real estate profession, protecting and promoting private property rights, and strengthening communities. I'm ready to learn more. Our conversation today uh, will start with Rob Reuter, Director of Member Networks from the National Association of Realtors. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So we were just discussing a bit of YPN's history. Can you tell us a bit more about why someone would want to get involved with YPN? Sure. So uh, like you said, the mention the history. The YPM program, as far as NAR goes, uh, they first came about in about 2007, and it grew out of our 30 Under 30 program, which is actually uh, celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. So we have hundreds of applications that come in, and uh, obviously can only select 30, but um, we figured about that time, social media was getting more mainstream, and it was a great way to stay in touch and connect with this particular demographic. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I know it's a, it's a question that will probably come up, and it's a popular question when it comes to YPN, um, and is that is there an age requirement? And the answer to that is no, there is not. We actually say it's for the young, young at heart and young in the business. So it's a very inclusive group. You know, according to NAR's member profile, about 12% of our membership is under 40. So we kind of use that as a benchmark as far as tracking how much of that group that we're reaching, but absolutely, we don't uh, kick anyone out at a certain age. It's a, it's a self-identified group, and like I said, it, what I think the real one of the purposes of the Young Professionals Network is to engage with our members. The Realtor Association is a member-driven organization, and I think sometimes this particular group, whether they're young or just new, may not feel as engaged with the association. So that's why we created this group. You know, I'm not in the under forty group. I'm a senior citizen. But I have participated with uh, YPN here at our local level, at state level, and the national level at different events, and always had a good time. Yeah, it's an extremely collaborative group. And I'd say both professionally and even personally. You know, I I know with the current environment, uh, when people were first kind of staying at home, the YPN network of people that have been involved, they, they found themselves as a support group, which I thought was fantastic. Well, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, launching into real estate can be a little lonely sometimes. And so kind of what you've talked about and having that support group is so important. Can you give us some more examples of how YPN helps real estate professionals find this network of like-minded people? 
So I would say on how to, on how to find like-minded people, we offer, you know, a lot of the groups, they leverage social media. And I know one of the ways that I would direct people to join YPN nationally is uh, we have a Facebook group. Um, it's nearly 23,000 YPMers now. And they go there and they can place referral requests, uh, use it for idea exchange on maybe different technologies that they're looking at. Or even in some cases, let's say they used something and it didn't work out well. But it's one place for them to go and share. But even then locally, you know, I, I, I talk to realtors every day. And, and, and I don't know if I had mentioned that before coming to NAR, I was a realtor myself for five years in the suburbs of Chicago. And I know one thing that I found very important was networking with other realtors in my market because I know that I, I would want to do a transaction with somebody that I know like and trust is going to get the deal done. So I think that's something that the YPNs really hold on to as well. And so I know a lot of them, they're hosting their own events locally. And even now that some things are moving to the, the virtual platform, it's been very interesting to watch uh, associations from across the country host, co-host, I should say, um, events together. In, in fact, I'm uh, attending one this evening um, that'll have guests from being hosted by Seattle, but their guests are from Washington, D.C. and Miami. So really interesting to see these things kind of progress. Yeah, so um, if someone is listening today and they want to learn more, where should they start? Where do you, do you suggest they start? I would suggest we just launched our YPN.Realtor website two years ago. This was something uh, that was a long time coming and needed. Uh, we actually list we're recognizing 375 active young professionals networks across the country, and they're all listed on that site. That would include the local realtor association and the staff contact for each of the networks. So we definitely uh, would, would want to direct them there to give, get them started and see if their local association has an active network. If they do not, we do offer resources, including uh, what's called a YPN startup kit on how their association can get a network started. So we call them networks instead of chapters because we informalize the process of getting recognized. Well, really, it's a, these are entities of the local association. So the Collin County Association of Realtors can come and say, hey, Rob, we've got a local YPN here. This is our you know, YPN leadership, and we'd like them to stay in touch with you know, what you guys are doing. Um, there's no formal application process to create a network. And there's no cost to join YCN. This is a program of the of the realtor organization. So another another reason to join. Very good. One thing, the NAR legislative event was virtual this year. And so we couldn't get together. We couldn't network with all our friends in person. But did you guys do anything um, virtually during that event? And I, I just heard that, I guess, the NAR national event in November may be virtual as well. That's correct. That was announced just this morning that the annual conference will be 100% virtual. And to get back to your original question about the legislative meetings, yeah, the networking component is something that, uh, given when the announcement, when we basically, I know the word's been used quite a bit recently, but pivoted um, to a virtual thing, to a virtual conference, uh, that we learned that in March and basically had two months to prepare for that. And you know, a bunch, of, a bunch of people move into these video conferences. I know Zoom is a big platform that they're using. And actually, by the time that the legislative meetings rolled around, we did offer a few what we called lobbies, trying to almost recreate a, a hotel lobby environment where people can kind of drop in and say hi and try and network virtually. 
but at that time, you know, people had been attending their committee meetings and were, you know, experienced what was called Zoom fatigue. So now that the announcement's been made for the annual conference here in, in late June, and we will have uh, several months to prepare, we, the networking component is something that we are going to focus more on. Although I will say, enjoy, enjoying a lot of the live networking myself, it, it is going to be a challenge to try and recreate that atmosphere, especially with some of the larger groups. I know the YTN receptions that we host at, at both of the annual meetings, the, the legislative meetings usually draws about 300, and uh, the annual reception for YTN usually draws over 500 people. And to try and create an environment where people can break out into smaller groups virtually, it, it will be a challenge, but I think it's something that we can, that we can pull off. And we have a national YPN advisory board that's very well aware of this and I think we're going to be discussing that. So it's a great, great point. I know that's a big reason for all of our members that attend the national events is, is for the networking component. And as you start seeing some of the comments as the news broke this morning, there's a, there's a lot of sad people out there. But I think, uh, oh, yeah. you know, we're going to do our best to make this a positive opportunity. Thank you, Rob. Another question for you. So we talked about connecting members and, and for networking opportunities. Does YPN help connect members at all with other committees or service opportunities? We do find that, uh, I think I had mentioned earlier that uh, YPN is almost an entry point for association involvement. So yes, people that have gotten involved with their YPN have gone on to serve on uh, association committees, board of directors. In fact, are um, the chairperson for the NAR YPN Advisory Board last year was also the president of the Chicago Association of Realtors and our current vice chair, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for the advisory board is serving as a Seattle King County president. So yes, they are kind of stepping into other leadership roles. I think the big thing within the YPN community is a lot of them just don't know exactly how to get involved. And I know in California, they, they came up with a phrase, the task is to ask. And it is a matter of identifying potential leaders and, and basically straight up asking them, whether it's a phone call, an in-person ask, to join these different groups and get them involved in these different capacities. And I think a lot of people are surprised that, that they will do it. So that's one way of, of doing it. It's kind of old school, but it works with the YPN group. That makes a lot of sense. That's something we've heard before. Usually if someone is personally asked to do something, they are more willing to do it than just a general throw it out there, anyone want to do it kind of thing. It's that personal opportunity that's given to them. It really is. You know, and I think a lot of people are surprised when they are asked. And it's a little bit flattering sometimes, I think. And then so they, uh, they, they definitely want to step up to the plate. And I know, uh, you know, this phrase has been out there, but, if, you know, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And I think that that, that can be the case sometimes. And the YPN definitely would like to do that. And, and even then, whether it's getting them to be more aware of the different calls to action that our organization puts out, whether it's local, state, or national, just to have them be aware of those kind of things and increase the engagement there. Yeah, I think the, the networking and working with, starting to work with others that you know helps increase your involvement in the associations. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think that we found, I know that our research team has done some reports on it, that those that are members that are more engaged with the association tend to stay in the industry longer. I know it's a, it can be a difficult industry to get started in and, and to have some longevity with. But once again, you know, getting back to the, the camaraderie of this group, 
and even then the accountability that some of them have about, you know, going about their business and things like that. So it's definitely a, a positive that for anyone to get involved with. So Rob, any last uh, words of wisdom that you would like to share with someone thinking about being a part of YPN? I would say they really have nothing to lose. It's something that, that I think most people, if they talk about it, you know, it's such an important part of their lives. I, I don't want to take it too far, but it, there's a unique example that's happening this year where we're going to have a YPN wedding <laughs> where uh, two members that met uh, through YPN are actually, and they were from different states at the time and uh, met at one of our, at our meetings at the national and now have worked it out. So that's an extreme, but it's kind of a unique, <laughs> Is now you a can unique. add matchmaking to the resume. Yeah, is that going to be on TV? <laughs> I mean, YPN you wedding. know, it's interesting, and you know, I've actually been to. A, a, there was a YPN member that got married here in Chicago a couple of years ago, and there were ten other YPN members that were invited to the wedding. It's just, it's interesting to see, and that's not, like I said, that's not the main reason of the network, but uh, it's just how how crazy that people that got involved, that you know, how extreme that it can get, but. You know, the other thing that I hear sometimes about, and I'm just getting back to, to leadership and volunteering for the organization, you know, when talking to some folks, and one of the reasons why I hear that maybe people choose not to get involved is that they, I think there's a, a stigma that by volunteering that it's going to be like a sec, having a second career or it's going to take away maybe from their business or their time. And for most of the, those that I talk with in the YPN community that have gotten involved, they will say the complete opposite. Number one, they say it's not like a second career. And they would say that their business has flourished because of their involvement with it. So I think that's one thing as a group that we're looking to kind of put to bed. Um, so, yeah, that would be, like I said, there's no cost to join. This is just a great way to understand how the association works and to contribute to it. So. I'm biased. What can I say? I've been with the program for over 10 years now, and, and it's exciting to see it continue to grow. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rob. We really appreciate your time and talking to us more about YPN. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed hearing some of the history behind YPN and what's happening on the national level. Now we're going to zero in on the local happenings. We have Kyle Paris, chair of CCAR's North Texas YPN Network. Hi, Kyle. Thanks for taking time to talk with us today. You're welcome. Happy yeah. to be here. So, Kyle, um, tell us about your first encounter with YPN and how you ended up as chair of the North Texas YPN. Well, I'd have to go back, I believe it was 2016, whenever I joined CCAR. I came to one of the events. It was the February event for the Love of the Members. I remember walking by the booth. Uh, at that time, I believe it was Brandon and uh, I can't remember who was actually uh, there at the chair and vice chair, but uh, it just caught my attention, you know, Young Professionals Network. At that time, I was uh, obviously a little more younger than I am now and just looking for a place to kind of fit in because I didn't know anybody at CCR at that point. And I was just really kind of struggling to find my place and, and connect with somebody uh, and feel more comfortable there. So uh, I approached their table and they invited me out to their fall event. And I remember being at, at Top Golf and I was old you know top golf for an event and getting the network and, and hit some golf balls was always something that would bring time on my list and so I, I remember going to that event and, and i met the first person i met there was vika good and I, i'll never remember it like i had no idea who this girl was and she came up and introduced herself and said hey you gotta come meet some of these people she was on the committee at the time and then she's still with us now 
which is a great relationship to have. But yeah, she, she made me feel pretty, really comfortable and kind of welcomed. And, you know, I met a couple of people and snowballed from there. Started to go into more events and kind of just tried to ask how I could get more involved. Because at that point in time, I didn't know what the committee did or how often they would meet and what their actual level of involvement was with the association. And so uh, once I got invited to those meetings, I kind of showed up and felt it out and realized that that was something I wanted to contribute to with, uh, with my time that I had at a particular moment in my career. And from there, I, I just kind of steadily maybe rose through the ranks, whatever you call it. Uh, uh, then that next year, I, I was a little more comfortable, uh, a little more outspoken with some ideas and contributions. And then I was asked to vice chair it last year and uh, then to the chair this year and kind of the rest is history. Great. And as you mentioned, YPN is a really fun group of people. And I know that things have been changed a little bit right now because of COVID-19. But can you tell us a little bit about what's ahead for NTYPN? That's a great question. And I really wish I I had a better answer. But right now, we're just, we've taken a hit this year. I mean, our number one priority is networking and these big events and and getting people out and people giving them an opportunity to, to relax, but also network, you know, outside of their normal businesses that can be stressful and demanding. And so instead of being able to have events this year, we've kind of just been uh, having to do Zoom calls and, and talk about what we could do once all this goes away. But it's just unfortunate that for the rest of this year, it looks like our events aren't really going to be able to happen. We've got a big event in October that we've done for the last two years that we were really hoping to get in for our third year at the venue isn't allowing any events for the remainder of 2020, unfortunately. So we've, instead of choosing to do it at a different venue, which would really change the feel of, of that particular event, I know we're just going to try to maybe pivot and do a different type of event, but, but we're really not sure. And that's also hard to, to get some of our partners involved uh, because they don't have their budgets and we're not entirely sure you know, when and if we'll be able to do an event. So it, it, that, that's a, kind of a vague answer, unfortunately, but we, we just, we don't really know. We're, we're kind of at the mercy of what the association's allowed to do. And, and then also, I guess, economically and, and um, socially what's acceptable out there. But, you know, when we can come back for an event, and once we get the green light, we're going to plan something that is definitely unique and, and interesting and engaging for our members and, and the people who, who keep up with us. Yeah, glad to hear that. So based on what you've said, who can join these events? Do you have any criteria that has to be met before somebody belongs? You know, we get asked that question quite a bit. And our, our response, just as a committee and as a group, is, is we, we want to engage anybody. I mean, sure, we're the Young Professionals Network, and, and we want the young professionals to be able to have conversations with like-minded people going through the same stages maybe in their careers. But if you're a young professional, you may be young into the real estate industry, but you may be... Uh, older than 40. You know, we, we look at the word young as young at heart or young into the industry, not necessarily a specific number. And so when we market our events out, we encourage any member who wants to get involved and connect with the young members at CCAR uh, to come out. Uh, we, we really try to make our events fun and, and different than some of the ones that are currently out there, not just at the association level, but just any type of event that's offered through vendors. Uh, but at the end of the day, we, we are all in this together as, as realtors and, you know, any networking that happens doesn't have to be just a, a specific age requirement. And so 
we we anytime if anybody sees an event that's being hosted by the YPN, we would really love to get uh, everybody's involvement to come out. But especially the young the young folks, you know, I want them to make sure that they know that this is a place where they can kind of have conversations and, and kind of catapult their, I guess, their careers a little bit. Because uh, I, I owe a lot to the YPN. I didn't really know what to expect whenever I jumped into it, but it's really helped me meet everybody at the association and get more involved and have a better understanding of, of how our community functions and, and how we give back and what we can do to help others. So uh, long story short there, yeah, we, we would like anybody who is youthful and young at heart to, to come out and enjoy our events whenever they see them. Great. One thing I'd like to backtrack a little bit, Kyle, um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, cause I know you aren't able to do events right now. Can you tell us a little bit about some of your most popular events that you've done in the past? Yeah. So the one that we do in October is called the taste of YPN. Uh, we launched that event back in 2018. It was our inaugural event. We hosted it at Ferguson Bed Bath and Lighting Showroom up in Frisco. We invited in a number of partners, and then we had a private chef. We had bartenders. We had a caricature artist. Uh, we had a lot of really unique things, but also in a setting that was really relevant to the industry. Uh, when you can kind of walk around and mingle and have drinks and network, but you're also looking at fancy fixtures and bathtubs. It was. Um, it made for a, a great event and. So that, that's been very, very popular since 2018. Uh, we improved upon it last year as our second annual go at it. And, and we were like, again, we were really, really hoping to uh, get our, our third annual one uh, under our belts this year. But it, unfortunately, we're going to have to postpone it until, until next year. But that one has definitely been one of our more well-received events. Uh, we've done uh, catamaran boat parties in the past that have been very well attended, as well as top golf events. And, you know, we'd also do just smaller social happy hours that we like to highlight areas of the metroplex or in collin county here that you know kind of new and, and, and upcoming or, or newer places that people may not have otherwise uh, known about or been to yeah i've been to both of the ferguson events i had a good time somebody took a picture of me sitting on a toilet um <laughs> which, which uh fortunately didn't make the press so that was good so <laughs> Oh yeah, goodness. you know that Ferguson event. We after that first year, we did it, and people started talking about it. Uh, I know there was a lot of anticipation built up for that second year, and so we're we're just trying to keep that momentum uh, and that excitement. And you know, we'll we'll evolve with the times, and if we have to evolve and change locations, you know, I guess we'll have to do that uh, at some point. But you know, we uh, we definitely have a lot. Of, we had a lot of really cool things in store for this year that. We'll just table until 2021 and, you know, revisit that then. Yeah, we've all had to adjust for the COVID-19, so I know you'll be back strong as soon as you can. That is the hope and the plan. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk with us today. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, thank you for having me. And for more information about NTYPN, visit CCAR.net and use the events and programs drop down to find out more. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, we want to hear it. Email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear it covered. Yes, we can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't forget to call before showing. Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and David Long. Our audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and Guest Relations Manager, Kendall Crawford. Podcast Administrator, Sean Offsall. And Producer, Bree Westbury. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top.
by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.